How are we doing? I've got a hole in my sod. No. <laughs> oh, that sums up how you're doing. How's that? How's that happened? Stop <laughs> kicking so many badgers. <laughs> They're my like warm winter fluffy socks. That's really sad. England win on penalties. England have won the World Cup by the barest of margins. Rose Lavelle might have won the World Cup. Lewis Hamilton, champion of the world. South Africa, a rugby World Cup kings. Sports Talk with Callum Byrne, Will Perridge and Ashley Gregory. Hello everyone and welcome back to Sports Talk for episode number 31 of series two. I'm Callum Byrne and joined as always by Ash Gregory and Will Perridge. Woo! Hello, 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 hello. We've got a very excited Ash Gregory here today. Woo! Podcast. <laughs> Ain't no podcast like even, a sports talk even... podcast. Ash, why haven't you done your blinds? Why have you not opened your blinds? <laughs> I don't know. I've just been working all day. I just haven't even opened my curtains. I been... Wait, I, c- oh, I can't... Re- hang on. Wait, wait there. <laughs> he's been, opening his curtains. He's been so fixated all day in front of the computer. Wow, so much light. We even can't see him. There's this really bright thing in the sky, and it's like hurting my eyes. Ah, uh, what is it? Not familiar with it. Ash just lives in a cave. <laughs> so we got a very busy show, as we always do. Um, but remember, before we dive straight into predictions. Um, Follow our social media channels at underscore Sports Talk Pod on Twitter and Instagram, at Sports Talk Podcast on Facebook. Um, give it a like, give it a follow, subscribe to us on whatever you're listening to, because you'll never miss an episode. Okay, I will. Fine. You've told me 31 times now, I better do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you know, because they do say, Ash, according to our analytics, that 3.1 million people who are currently listening aren't subscribed. And therefore, there's about a million people a week that miss out as a result. And we need to get these people subscribed. I think you might be looking at the wrong podcast. Are you fudging the numbers? <laughs> Would I do something like that? You are a dodgy accountant. Me and maths have a very great close-knit relationship. <laughs> okay, right. I, you know, I'm on a schedule here. Can we hurry up? Right, okay then. Prediction results. How did we do, Ash? I'm well, expecting a lot of points. Okay. Well, don't don't hold your breath then. <laughs> uh, first game was Spurs City. Spurs obviously won two nil. Uh, Callum got a point. Congratulations. Uh, West Ham beat Sheffield United by a goal to nil. That gave Callum one point and Will three points, oh. ending his lead. I know. Just when you thought it was going well, and then Leeds and Arsenal. Leeds and Arsenal, sorry, drew nil-nil. And me and Callum got a point each. We both said one all. Will foolishly said one nil to Arsenal. <laughs> it was and, close. And then Liverpool beat Leicester by three goals to nil. And you both got a point. So I got one point and you got four each. Congratulations. So that means uh, Will's out in the lead on 18. Callum's overtaken me on 12 and I'm on a lowly 11. That was a good week, I think, for me. Not bad for you, but it was just the same for Will, so he's still got a nice little lead. Yeah, he's just putting out these three-pointers. Yeah, I, I make more fixtures and he just increases his lead, so <laughs> there you go. So we'll go on to our predictions for next week's episode uh, later on. 
Um, is there any games you want to start off talking about in the Premier League? Well, I want... No. No, I don't know. Um, I wondered if we Ash... might want to talk about um, Pepe and his red card and Arsenal's result. Uh, I think he was avo- hoping um, to avoid it. <laughs> well, no, it's I'm been a talking the... point this, this weekend. No, I mean, oh, that was a, it was a strange game, really. It kind of summed up where Arsenal are at the moment. The first half, 11 against 11, having a bit of the ball and they just couldn't break these down. It's been, it's, we know it's Arsenal talking. We said it a million and one times. Mm. Pepe gets sent off. It was just, I mean, what, there's nothing to say about it other than it was just stupid. Utterly stupid. Um, yeah. In the world, in the world of VAR, happen. you're being watched from every angle. Yeah, you, exactly. <laughs> what, what um, then Arsenal had to sit back and that's Arsenal's strength. Sitting back, soaking up doing counter-attacking. When Arsenal can play like that, they're dangerous. And mm. although Leeds had more chances, Arsenal had their chances on the counter as well. So it was kind of the best and the worst of Arsenal to a certain extent, but once again, no goals, not no win. I think it's been over seven or eight hours now. In yeah, so like five hundred, five hundred minutes or there or thereabouts. Cool. Yeah. Wow. Over five without a goal from no play. So it's very obvious what Arsenal's problems are, and Leeds just couldn't take their chances. I think. They've impressed everyone this season, but they've definitely got a few deficiencies. And I think sometimes taking their chances isn't always a strength. Sure, yeah. Well, 25 shots they had and only four were on target. Well, three of them hit the the woodwork as well, didn't they? Yeah. It was close. But yeah, like you say, can't really say too much about that Pepe red card. It was just um, my madness for a, a guy who's not proven his price tag back in you know he's back in the team got a chance to make his mark and um, he has definitely broken his manager's trust hasn't he Arteta seems not too pleased from his post-match interviews no he was not happy with him I think he'll be well he's obviously got a free game ban I think he'll do well to get his play back for a while after that yeah I was going to say it's going to be more than three games I think until he's starting for Arsenal again I mean he's just been a flop really hasn't he at Arsenal it just hasn't worked no comment. Yeah, no, Paul doesn't like simple, it when I call Pepe a flop because he doesn't believe no, it. I mean, no, I think he's he's, he's been a bit flopped. disappointing, yeah. You pay £80 million for a player, you expect a bit more than someone who can barely make the match day starting 11. Hmm. At least we didn't lose at home to Brighton. <laughs> we did that last season instead. <laughs> Have oh, you played nice them at home cap- this year? Um, yeah, I play them too. Go, yeah. on. go I on, Callum. I, I don't really. <laughs> uh, no, no, we we weren't very good. Ross Barkley got injured, and it wasn't a penalty. It's about it, really. No, it wasn't a penalty. Well, I do, something end. I do. In fact, I can talk about something from the game, but across all of them, is I want to talk about VAR. I'm sure you're thrilled to hear that. Just to make it quick. Yeah, it's- yeah, we are. <laughs> well, so you know, so last season we were moaning that the referees weren't using the pitch side monitors, and the VAR at Stockley Park was just re-refereeing the game. That's now still happening, but under the guise of using the monitors. If a ref, you what you might not have noticed, either watch match of the day or look at the games that are going to come off in this game week. If the referee goes to the pitch side monitor, he always overturns his decision. Hmm. And there has been one occasion where that hasn't happened this season. I can't remember when or where it was, but I do remember it happening. 
But most of the time, yes, that is the case. It's not be the monitors aren't being used to give decisions. They're being used to like or to they're just being used purely to overturn stuff. <laughs> to to correct decisions, you could say. But not always. You could say. But not okay, always. interesting. Well, that, keep, just, keep track of that. Something I've noticed, anyway. Um, should we talk about City Spurs? Or Spurs yeah, City, okay. Yeah, and the, off back this this result, I've got a question that I will pose to the both of you, and that is, yes. is Jose Mourinho and Tottenham now more likely to win the Premier League this season than Pep Guardiola and Man City? Yes. Tottenham on 20 points at the top and City on 12 with a game in hand. I would say they are... It's close. I'd say slightly more likely at the moment, yes. I still don't think mm-hmm. they're the favourites, so I'm not... Still not to be completely convinced, because I still think now they've lost all the Virald, especially, that's going to be a huge blow. Um, but they're, they're looking really good. You can't fight that at all. Their forward line's about as good as it gets at the moment. But, yeah, I'll say they're, at the moment they're a little bit... I think I'd say they're more likely than Sue. Mm. Uh, they're in a good position in terms of not just their position in the table, but if when they were in this position under Pochettino, or if they were under Pochettino, they'd never won anything. They didn't have a manager who'd won anything. Mourinho's been yeah. there, done it, got the T-shirt. He knows what it's like to lead in the league. Yeah, and uh, this might be a sound like an Arsenal fan, I think, to say, but you do think there's something about that club with Spurs that there's always something going to happen. There's always going to be a wobble there's always going to be a bit of a bottle job. And I know that yeah, Bottling mentality, yeah. But there is that, I know Mourinho being the winning mentality, but that just that feeling around the club, all those players have been through that and have thrown it away either with with their countries as well, some of them. So, you know, especially thinking some of the England guys at the World Cup. So you do think that mentality around the club is, it's a strong one. I mean, if anyone could fix it, it's Mourinho, but... You do still think is is are they going to go full Spurs? Yeah, yeah. And see your snatch, point. Snatch defeat from the jaws of victory. I guess that kind of falls on the shoulders of Son and Kane, doesn't it? I mean, they're getting talked mm-hmm. about a lot, and rightly so. They're two of the most prolific attackers in the league so far this season. I think Kane's assisted Son seven times already. It's, it's yeah. ridiculous, and um, you know, putting a typical Mourinho two 0 win at the weekend as well over his old over his old rival just two shots on target and a two, and a two goal win with only um 33% of the ball playing playing off playing on the break and Kane and Son seemingly unstoppable if, you know if they keep it up then well like you say old Vera being out might be an issue but if they can if they can score two like that against City then you know they won't have yeah, any but how, you bit. know how long can you keep out scoring your opponents so I think I don't mm. think anyone's won the league before Simply by outscoring, they've always needed. There's always been a solid defence behind them as well. You always come um, up against so, tough, tough teams where you can't break yeah. them down. I, I think Spurs are. I think the only. They are, I think they've got to be considered contenders at the moment. But I still think, I'd still really be surprised if they won it ahead of Liverpool, even with Liverpool's injury problems. I still think the the mentality, and the the winning culture around that team is just gonna will still. Will still be good enough. Yeah, yeah, possibly. Well, let's let's come on to Liverpool in a minute then, and talk about them. But just in this Jose v Pep sort of scenario that I've I've pitched, I suppose the other side of it is um, how far City find themselves down the table. You know, in in thirteenth, well, they've they've got a negative goal difference. That's that's just insane. 
They're as erratic as they were last year. That's the thing. They haven't fixed the erratic nature that they had in games. I'm finding with City that they're having the same problems Barcelona have had. And have had for a few years now. Obviously, it's got to a real low point with Barca. But Mm. they're turning up thinking they can just beat anyone because they're Man City. Mm. And we're Man City. We play beautiful football. We'll tear you apart. It doesn't work like that. They've really missed Aguero. It doesn't work. They miss Aguero, but I do think they turn up and they just play their football, which you can admire that, but it's naive. (laughs) Against Jose Mourinho, going there and dominating the ball and playing all this good football and putting them under massive pressure, you should know that's what he wants. He wants you to do that and he'll hit you on the counter-attack and it's exactly what happened. It's naive. And I still think City have got this problem that they think they can just turn up and beat anyone. Mm. And I because think that's one thing, you can say, one thing you can say about a Mourinho's side is he's never going to turn up with a, without, a, without a plan. And that might no. sound like an obvious thing to say, but he knows how he wants to play each game. He's the and... sort of manager that has a plan B as well if things aren't quite going the way that they want it to. Yeah, well, Exactly. They... Like He's got a plan. He, he won't just go into a game thinking, we'll just play our stuff and we'll win. He, even for the lowest of opposition, he'll have a plan and a, and a way of playing. You don't feel that with Man City. You feel it's the same way against everyone. Yeah, you're right. And for for Guardiola as well. This, I mean, he's just signed a new deal, extended by two years. Um, this is you know, we touched on touched on Barca there. He's obviously had his time there, had his time with Bayern, had a few years with City now. This is sort of the first time he's really moved into, I suppose, what you might call like a second cycle of a team, if you like. You know, he's he, he's built he's built teams up before done well then and then left and then yes and now with City it's like you know well you mentioned missing Aguero obviously there's now no no David Silva no Vincent Company you know players that have been the core of that team Fernandinho's not involved as much anymore either um you know teams that are players that have really been the spirit of City you know in their in their best years in their history um are, are no longer involved so he's really got a got a job on his hands that he's not faced before, I suppose, in, in moving a team into like a second phase under his management. And um, I sort of expected a little bit more, I don't know, energy almost, I suppose, have, after having him having signed a new deal. You know you, you know he's committed, he's obviously got a long-term plan, but it didn't, that was, the team performance really didn't reflect that, did it, at the weekend? No. No. Um, I think you've probably hit the nail on the head now. Yeah, I think you just, took, just said everything we could have said there. Um. No, fair enough. Well, I'm, yeah, I, I'm, to answer my own question, I lean towards Tottenham being more likely winners than Man City at this point. Not by much. Will, you sound like you're 50 50? Um, I still think, no, I'd say I'd, I'd lean slightly towards Tottenham, but I have, my, I have a lot of doubts about both of them. <laughs> fair enough. And Callum? Uh, I'd go with Mourinho. Well, there you go. I'd love to, yeah, after that, the torrid, sort of torrid time he had at Man United, I'd love to see Mourinho win another title. Not really with Spurs, but I'd like to see Mourinho win again. Mourinho winning a title with Spurs is genuinely my worst nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> if I'd have said to you a couple of years ago, what's the worst thing that could possibly happen in football? That would have been... Probably, well, Spurs <laughs> won the Champions League on the Mourinho would have been the worst, but the same far. Yeah. All right. Well, I said I said we'd come on to we'd come on to Liverpool. Um, considering but considering the volume of injuries they've had to their first team, impressive performance against Leicester, really. Yeah. Well, I said about that mentality they have. They just 
they know how they play. They they're they're a very tight knit group, and if anyone could deal with injuries, I you'd think it'd be Liverpool. And yeah, it was yeah. a great performance. Still got a lot of quality in that team. You can't forget you got Salah coming back now as well. Um, Joss has been one you know, heck I think... of a sign in as well. Jota does not look out of place one bit, no. and no. I do. I remember saying when we talked about the transfer window, you know, they've had players, Shakiri, Origi, Minamino, Minamino, players that players that have been not got anywhere near penetrating that front three. And I said at the time, I think he's definitely going to come closest. Not necessarily that he'd do it in the amazing fashion that he has, but you know, he's just looked like he's been part of that machine from from day one, yeah. doesn't he? And he can slot into any of those front three positions really I think he's first choice cover for all three of them isn't he yeah he is yeah and he's putting the pressure on Firmino as well which they they needed yeah yeah and uh, yeah got a goal out of him as well yeah yeah it's got I think that was good I think I think I think everyone was starting to doubt it before because of the injuries I've had a couple of dodgy performances this season but I still think they're gonna be the thing to be as I said already Mm. um I think they just proved that against a very very good Leicester side they just, you know, brushed aside. Yeah, that's just it. I mean, that's they, they have been sort of lucky in terms of injuries to their key players in the last couple of seasons. And now it's just, a, you know, it's been a case of like, can they weather the storm sort of thing? And at the moment, it definitely looks like they can. Yeah. From it's less, early, from it's early days. Point, sorry. Yeah. It's still just, early just, days. Just going to say as well, from Leicester's point of view, of sort of that game seemed, you know, if you're going to go to Anfield, that's the sort of, situation you want Liverpool to be in you know it looked like there was an opportunity there they still you know they weren't the favourites but I think as as things go that was a really good chance for them to you know make a statement and they really just let themselves down yeah I mean I, I'm trying to find what the the statistic is but like Liverpool haven't lost at home in the league is it it's like 61 games it's more than 60 games so yeah it's just, yeah it's ridiculous yeah you know, not many teams even get away from there with a point. I think it might have only been Burnley last year that managed to do it. Like, it's a tough place to go and get a result. So I suppose you know, losing, you know, losing, losing three 0 It's just one of those where they'll just brush it under the carpet and be like, yeah, oh well. Yeah, it's not a bad form. It's, it's not bad. You know, it's it's fine for Leicester. Really, it's just um, you know, the odds were stacked against Liverpool, but even even with a poor hand dealt to them, they're just capable of, of grinding it out. And those players that do come in and fill the gaps, you know, they obviously know exactly where they want to, you know, the job they've got to do. So it's easy as that, I suppose. Yeah, I've just found actually 64 unbeaten Premier League games at Anfield. That is insane. And counting. And counting. That's, it goes back to 2017, I think. That's just crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, shall we... Go on to predictions or EFL. Uh, yeah, we'll make some predictions if you want. Yeah, let's get the predictions done. What? How many games have we got this week, Ash? We are going with four again. Oof. I think this is a. I think this is a nice amount just to catch up for a couple of weeks that we missed. We'll see how we go. <laughs> you um, need the points. Okay. Yeah, yeah got... say, this is just bias against me because you want to go and catch up. <laughs> okay, we're doing ten games next week. <laughs> um, okay, so we're gonna, we've gone for one every day over the over the weekend as well. Friday night football: Palace against Newcastle, eight o'clock. Uh, um, Will, you can go first. God, um, 
I wish, I wish the audience could see the faces that me and Will just pulled when you said that fiction. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, look, we've got to be nil, fair. Nil. All teams got to be included. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But nil, nil. Yeah. Okay, Cal. <laughs> Can you predict minus one, minus one? <laughs> <laughs> one, one. Okay, I'm gonna go. Oh, one nil to Palace. Oh, that was I feel like I've got. To, I've got to commit one way. I feel. <laughs> Okay, uh, the Saturday game that we've gone for is Everton against Leeds at 5.30. Callum, you can go first this time. 3-3. Um, Putty out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know you like, you like a bit of an optimistic prediction from time to time, but even that's a bit much for you. Um, I'm going to say 2-1 to Everton. Will? 2-1 uh, Everton. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> I, I was going to say 2 1 Everton. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to change it. I think that's going to be a score. Fine. <laughs> I, I'm not predicting before you after this, then. <laughs> no, no, I'm joking. Uh, it's my turn to go first anyway. Uh, Chelsea against Tottenham is Sunday's game at 4.30. And, oh, I mean, based on what I've just been saying about Tottenham, I'm, yeah, I'm going to go 2 0 to Spurs. Um, or Will? No, Callum. Go on, Callum. You go next, friend. Uh, 3-1 Tottenham. Okay. Uh, 2 all. I mean, this is a game that could genuinely be something like 4-3 or something. Well, I mean, do you want to change your prediction? No, no, no. I'm happy. <laughs> okay. Um, Callum, you're definitely going first for this one. Monday night's game, 8 o'clock, is West Ham against Aston Villa. Uh... 2 1 Villa. 2 1 Villa. Will. 2 1 West Ham. Um, I'll go 1 0. Like it when we all predict a different result. <laughs> okay. Predictions are locked in. Are they locked in now? Where are they locked in? For me getting. So after I get 12 points, I'll be on 23. This time next week. That'll be good. We shall see. But you have gone the same way yeah. as Will for one of them, so you'd have to add Will's three points on Yeah, as you well. copied me. Well, no. no. Uh, uh, yeah, okay. All right. We'll see. <laughs> Download the Sports Talk podcast now. Ash, do you want to take us away with the EFL for the week? Yeah, okay. Can do. Uh, no need to dwell on it for that long though because there's a full round of fixtures tonight we're recording on Tuesday and pretty much everyone's playing so things are going to change, shake up a little bit but we can find a few talking points I'm sure Reading we talked about uh, their incredible run at the top of the championship and how we didn't think it was going to last and bam they're four in a row and they're sixth so that fairy tale is well and truly over already yeah they're 2-0 um, up as well weren't they yeah and um, looks like they are destined to finish 14th now <laughs> He's reading all over, isn't it? 14th. Yeah, pretty much. Some, um, yeah, yeah. 4-2 uh, away at Bournemouth. It was, by the way. Thanks, Callum. Which was, um, you know, a bit big game. Big game like that. It was like, okay, you've lost a few games, but can you make a statement against a, against a side like Bournemouth? Um, you know, no, obviously not. Um, um, at the time as well, that put Bournemouth in top spot ahead of Reading. Obviously, it's changed since then. But. Yeah, Norwich are top well, now. By the way, it's a nice. 
Segway, yeah. thanks. They won one nil away at Middlesbrough, thanks to a Pookie penalty, and they're only one point clear. Um, meanwhile, Friday night football, Coventry against Birmingham. Coventry up in the Championship, um, playing, playing at, at home or away or at home away. Uh, that was nil nil anyway, so that was exciting. Um, Derby still marooned at the bottom of the table. Wednesday are now just above them on goal difference. Sheffield Wednesday already caught up a team, and of all teams, it's Derby. Ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah. It's all laugh at Derby doing badly. Yeah. Steve McLaren has just gone back to Derby in a was it well a technical advisory role? Technical director and an advisor to the board. Oh, didn't know about that. Thank you. Death taxes no. and Derby hiring Steve McLaren. Steve McLaren, yeah. <laughs> That's beautiful. Um, other news just so, since since we dis mine Wankhorn, Derby <laughs> are uh, Yeah. <laughs> struggling. Oh yeah, screw, read this next. Screw Martin Wagner. Steve McLaren. No, we need we need to pick a team we want to mess up we need now. To, we need we to can f- just screw one. We can just go against one of them. Oh, players. can we go against Norwich? I don't want Norwich to get promoted. Screw again. you, Ronan Curtis. Hey, 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 hey. whoa, whoa! Uh, Portsmouth player, by the way, for those three million listeners that won't have a clue. <laughs> three million listeners that don't even know they're listening. Um, Nor- well, we could. In all seriousness, we could do so Norwich. Um, no, I don't know. I feel like it's got to come naturally. I don't want to force it. Sorry, Callum. <laughs> All right. Um, just before we move off from the championship, Stoke beat Huddersfield uh, 4-3 as well, which was quite exciting, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes. Um, did either of you see what happened in Preston's match with Sheffield Wednesday? Yes. There was some um, ball juggling. <laughs> awesome. That, that's oh, what... the grab. The, the that's one way of putting it, Will. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm trying to work out how I can word this. Darnell Fisher has been investigated for getting a bit handsy with Callum Patterson <laughs> at, at a corner. He Not grabbed his the... penis. <laughs> I just, I'll just say it. Yeah. He grabbed his penis. Twice. 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 Yeah. Well, he, he went for the... He went once and then went for a second helping. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So um, we shouldn't really laugh. It is no, no. It is secular assault. You know, you can't just well, grab yeah. someone's genitals. Yeah, I mean, if if mm. we did that in our places of work, we'd all be fired and put on a register. So Ash, true. Yeah, but no, yeah, yeah. We, it, it, I, I a bit. Of, I suppose people do laugh about it, but in <laughs> gen, it is like, yeah. Sorry, it, took, it took you a while to start your sentence there. You went, <laughs> <laughs> it's because somebody's grabbing my balls. <laughs> the serious part of the podcast. Um, I mean, though. that's more. Yeah, that's more, more interesting than anything about one, really. Uh, Pop one, one. one lead two, so Yeah, <laughs> one, four, one. That's good news. Marquis has stopped scoring the league, so no curses on him, please. Um, we've got to play Oxford tonight who beat us in the playoffs at the end of last season um, but they are though. they are terrible now yeah so you never know is that it about League One? Um, yeah let's move on uh, can we do cool. our favourite can we do our favourite League Two segment though Ash? oh did Southend win? yes did Southend win? wait where is it? I don't know. I, I didn't check in advance. I don't think. I will play. check. 
How can they not have played? They didn't. They haven't played. I shall check. No, they've got a game in I... hand. They've only played twelve. So technically, the answer, Callum, is yes. They beat Walsall one 0 last week, and they've not played since. Oh no! Their game with Cambridge was postponed. Uh, there you go. Well, can't win if you don't play. You also can't lose. True. They got Forest Green tonight. That'll be tricky. So I'm going to preempt a no for tonight. Well, join us again next Come. week for Did Southend Win? Mm. Thanks. All right, onwards. Well, extravaganzaed, Ash. Thanks. It's always it's a passion of mine to extravaganzaize. That's not a word. Mm. You're listening to Sports Talk. Will, it's time for your rugby roundup because we've had the Autumn International Nations Cup or something. Autumn Nations Cup <laughs> you or something. <laughs> Alright. So the Autumn Nations Cup was back again this week. You want to explain and we also the, had to start the premiership competi- competition because I don't think we did last week. How's this new tournament working? Teams play rugby, the best team wins. No, um, That's in June. So basically... You've got the six, all the Six Nations sides, so England, Ireland, Wales, France, Italy and Scotland, plus Georgia and Fiji have joined in. So it's like an expanded Six Nations, almost. So, and you've got two groups. You've got Group A, which consists of England, Ireland, Wales and Georgia, and Group B, which is Italy, Fiji, France and Scotland. And the winners from... I think it's the winners from the two groups go through to the final and play each other. Gotcha. Now I understand. I think. Um, but we have had a second round of fixtures. Once again, Fiji's fixture was cancelled due to their, they've had COVID problems in their camp, so they were handed a 28-0 loss to Italy. But elsewhere, yeah. England beat Ireland Criminal. by 18 points to seven. Wales beat Georgia 18-0. And France beat Scotland by 22 points to 15. Um, and I think already it's looking like England and France are the outstanding teams in their groups. England, although they had a lot less possession and did a lot of defending against Ireland, were, you, you know, were dominant. They were physically dominant. They dominated in the tackle. They never really looked like losing and it was a good performance. Uh, Wales still struggling for form. They've been poor of late since Wayne Peebach took over. 18-0 over Georgia isn't quite what they would have wanted, but a win's a win for them. And Scotland couldn't quite beat France for a second time this year. They lost out 22 points 15, which was a close encounter. Just the one try in it for Vakatawa for France. And, yep, so England and France in pole positions in their pools. And we've also had the return of the Premiership um, this, this weekend as well. So that's good for that to be back. And I will talk about that maybe more when the internationals are over. Wonderful. Thank you, sir. There's only one piece of F1 news for the roundup. Lewis Hamilton's going to get a knighthood by the sounds of things. Yeah, I mean, he deserves it, really. Yeah, I mean, he yeah, does deserve it, it yeah. Um, I mean, I think Jackie Stewart has a knighthood. He had one at three world titles. So Lewis Hamilton's had to wait to get to seven before getting one himself. But uh, I think mm. he was already in NBE 
I think. Yeah, I think he had an MBA yeah. or an IBA. Or... It was an MBA or an IBA. Or... It, uh, it... He definitely had a BE. He had a BE, yeah. <laughs> a something BE, and that will now get upgraded to a knighthood. Um, so, yeah, good to see. Sports Talk with Callum Byrne, Will Perridge, and Ashley Gregory. We're doing head to head now. It is time for head to head. Do you reckon we can do it in seven minutes before this recording cuts out? Yes, we can. Ash is rubbish and I'm good, so let's go. Cool. Um, time for head to head to head. Let's go really, really slowly. Right, a quick refresh. Yeah, but that's because you're dumb. <laughs> a quick refresh on the 2020 head to head scores. Uh, Will is in the lead with 10. I have eight and Ash has eight. This is a big one for you today, Ash. I when you say 2020 scores, does that is it finishing at the end of the year? Yeah, so we, season, season two of Sports Talk will end at the end of 2020, and 2021 will be Me and Ash weren't, weren't three. Three. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know this. this. <laughs> I didn't know this. What, so like a week before Christmas, we'll just give up and say, and then just end the season, and that's an excuse for a couple of weeks off. Yeah. And then we can start a new... Oh, that sounds good to me. Although I like the idea of having a what a Christmas special that gets released on Christmas Day, so maybe maybe we'll do the re- bring back the sports talk end of year awards for the, a Christmas Day special. I'm besides right. everything on here, we, me and Ash don't get so. Yeah, all right. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> right, it was my You're not quiz. my real dad. <laughs> it was my quiz this week. So, Ash, you need the point the most. Would you like to go first or second on your? Is it an actual quiz quiz? No, it's a oh. guess who quiz. <laughs> um, I will go second. William, take us away then. Is is it a man? No, you sexist pig. <laughs> yes, not... Is this woman My joke? dead? No. Is this woman an Olympian or former Olympian? Yes. Is this woman a tennis player? No. Is it Jessica Ennis Hill? No. Thank no, God for that. <laughs> is that because I said tennis? Did your mind go, Ennis? Yeah. No, I just, I just thought, well, female Olympian. I was just the first one that came to mind. I thought, sod it, I'll go for it. Um, is this woman still an active competitor? Yes. Is this woman a cyclist? No. Um, does she compete on the track? No. Oh, I don't know. Is she a swimmer? No. Um, does she compete individually? No. Oh. oh my God, I ain't got a clue. You, um, get the sport, I, now, you need to get the sport. Team sport. Not on the track. Is she a, a hockey player? No. I wouldn't even narrow it down. <laughs> um, is she British? No. Still doesn't narrow it down for me, anyway. This is out my, Olympics is out my not my expertise. Um, is she American? Yes. Hmm. Born in the USA. Bloody hell, yeah, we need, really need to get a sport. Um, has she won a gold medal? Uh, yes. Twice. 
Oh, extra information. I think I've got. I get. Is it Simone Biles? No. No oh, fuck. And as and I believe Simone Biles doesn't do team gymnastics. Well, it does. It's part of it's team sport. Huh. Just well, just because they're an Olympian, though, it could be a sport that's not. Is it Megan Rapino? It is Megan Rapino. Yes. Get in. <laughs> get in. No, hang on. Hang yes. on. I'll, I'll get, that's fair play to Ash. Ash gets that. But if you said no, Callum should have said it as an Olympian. What you should have said is yes, but you may not know that she was an Olympian. It's yes no, or no answers. No, no, because when I had. I had a one once. And it, it's was been it a while. Yes. And I said yes, but you. Ma oh, no, Ash got it fair and square. That's fine. But I'm, I'm thinking you, you mm. made it longer than it had to be. I suppose the thing is. Yeah, she's competed in the Olympics though, so she is. Yeah, but, yeah, but was my, it, my point you, is, you yeah, had, my point is you, when I had when I had a manager, I'm like, and you said has he managed? I had someone said, have you managed before? And I said, well, yes, but you may not know that they have. Because mm, otherwise, you go completely up the wrong path, which is what we did with Callum. Callum just said yes. Yeah, but I'm, but I'm lucky. I'm lucky. I, I'm lucky. I because we could have taken ages going the wrong exactly, way. That's, <laughs> why, that's, that's why I'm saying what I'm saying. Football is an Olympic sport, and you just didn't go yeah, anywhere near it. Said, no, you should have said yes, but you we, may not know we, that she. We was. don't have time for Will's moaning. <laughs> you lost. There's less than not a minute. Now, I'm not ever. Not, I'm not, not moaning ever. about losing. Ash won. That's fair and square. That, that moves right. Ash. My point into... is that you made it longer than it had to be, and you took. You, Ash is right. You could have been. Going for we're going to get cut off. We haven't got time because we're going to get cut off. So Ash, that leaves you into second place on nine points. Will's on yes. ten. Coming for um, you. Is it? Is it Will's next week or mine? I need to double Yours. check. I think ah, it's Will's. Callum, you've got to win. Callum, if you yeah. win next week, it's huge. It is. So stand by for that next week. Make sure you subscribe. Like us on social media. And we haven't really got time for anything else. So it's goodbye from today's winner, which is Ash Gregory. You don't hey. say that when I win. Goodbye from Megan Rapino. That's Will. I like that, my icon. I'm just going to say it. Sports Talk with Callum Byrne, Will Perridge and Ashley Gregory.